<clears throat> Welcome to the TB Toy Cast, where Travis and Brian talk all things toys from the past, the present, and the future. Ugh, that's all we need, another podcast where a bunch of nerds talk about toys. Enjoy the show! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is that time once again for the TB Toycast. My name is Brian, and joining me as always on this adventure down the toy aisle is my good friend Travis. Travis, it's episode 54. We're diving into micro machines. I feel like I should be talking a lot faster than I am right now. <laughs> Are you ready to talk some toys? Uh, nope, nope. Uh, the store closed. Um... Please come back in the morning. Take all your purchases to the uh, nearest checkout. We, we want to go home. Isn't it weird that they used to say the nearest checkout? Like, it's not. It's not like there's a checkout. You know, way back by the restroom. They're all in the front. Like, you know. Yeah, and it's not. I think, and I, I know electronics has a checkout because of video games and. Expensive, like, and then there's TVs one at the, the, the pharmacy has one, and usually like the hunting area. Yeah, but that closed, the pharmacy closes like two hours or three hours before. That's true. Like they've got weird hours, and yeah, there's nobody at hunting because they have to have one there for the uh, ammunition license, like hunting license. But there's never one at that at my. My Walmart, but yeah, like you said, everything's up front. Like, go to your nearest checkout. Well, it's not like you know I can, or even if you go to the person in electronics, they'll just shrug you off and say, "Just go to the front." I want to go home. Yeah, Walmart people aren't known for caring much. I do know that. Um, it's funny, and I don't think we've really touched on this too too much. Uh, Walmarts, I don't know if any of them went back to the 24-hour model. Now, that was a big thing for the Supercenter. And I know here in my hometown where I live, we got the Supercenter in like 2002 maybe. And that's what – and it was – the previous Walmart was kind of left vacant and it ended up becoming a grocery store now. But the the current Walmart became the Supercenter and it was 24-7 and, you know, it totally changed everything. Well, now with COVID – they stopped doing a 24-7, and I don't think they've adapted that back. Like, does that – it didn't affect me initially, but I work nights a lot. And so I'll be I'll be honest, man. I love going to Walmart if I needed a few things at, like, 5 in the morning when I would get off work on nights because there's nobody there. I could grab my uh-huh. items. And also, too, they usually had just stocked the toys. So I actually had a lot of luck finding stuff, and there's, like, nobody there. So it's very easy to get in and out. Yeah, well, and – there, uh, when physical media was more popular as well, you would go Monday at midnight, which was technically Tuesday. Oh yeah, get your DVD. And they would get your DVDs, get your CDs, and uh, you know that's gone to the wayside. Um, they're not even open like late anymore. It's ten o'clock, like an hour past. I mean, 10 o'clock is late, don't get me wrong. I'm normally snoring and snoozing anyway, but like, it's not like they've extended it to like 11 or midnight on the weekends in right. case of an emergency. It's like 10 o'clock, 
you know, six to ten and or seven to ten. I, I don't know, but um you know, maybe they're figuring out you know, figuring out that they don't don't need to, to be open all that much and they're saving you know, saving people from having to do the checkout. Um Yeah. I mean it's it's the same thing with with the malls, at least around here. Mall hours used to be ten AM to nine PM. Same as they me. were open yep. yeah, uh eleven hours and um I went a couple weeks ago and uh to get some some baseball and T ball supplies and I went thinking that well I'm not gonna be at the mall at ten. I'm not gonna be that guy. But uh the kids wanted to play in the play place, so I got to the mall at ten forty five, which is within the first hour. Right. And I walked in the door. The mall didn't open until eleven. Now mind you, this is a Saturday, but the food court did not open until noon. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, wait a minute here. Like, why why does the food court get special like why do they get to open an hour later? And what if I need my Sabaro's pizza or bourbon chicken from Kelly's Cajun? And I didn't, but you know, what if I had that craving at eleven o'clock? Well, it, it is, fair. it's, it's just one of those things where it's weird. It's like, why would not, why would everyone not be on the same page? Like, isn't that just odd? Like, why would you yeah. close? Like it's stuff like that has never made sense to me. Um, and I, and I agree, like, I'm not, I'm not in my twenties anymore. I'm not doing 2 AM Walmart runs. Like, it's just not a thing I want to do, but it sucks if you need something, right? Because that was always kind of the the fun thing of or the not the fun thing, but the good thing of Walmart. It's like, oh, I need something, I can go. And um, yeah, I, like I needed Drano one time, sure, because uh, I, you know, I woke up to to go to work, and I, I was taking a shower at five in the morning, and at five thirty, like my bathtub backed up but I could go to I was able to go to Walmart and get Drano right and like I said I was the only one there getting Drano but I didn't have to wait six hours and go oh my gosh why isn't this open why isn't that open like well, dread but here's what's Florida. weird they have night stock people there are people there it's not like it's empty that's what I don't get because I remember um, one morning I had just gotten off work and I was looking on the hours and it said they had like a early bird special. Like if you were a senior citizen, you could go in early um, to shop because I needed dog food. I had no dog food. I'm like, I have to get dog food today and I don't want right. to go home and then she's going to be hungry and then I need to sleep. I need to feed her you know, before I go to bed. And so I I was like, screw it. I'm just going to walk in. Like, surely they're not going to stop me. I'm sorry, sir. You're not 65 plus. You cannot come in. And so I got there and I, I pulled up about 530. And so I waited till six to go in because that's when they said they opened. But I'm I'm looking at the door 
and I didn't see anyone unlock it. So I'm like, I probably could have just walked in. Now, would the cash register work? I don't know. But I walked in, walked right to the dog food, grabbed my dog food, and left, and there was no issue. So I don't know. Maybe you guys need to try it. If you're out there shopping late at night, like Hoker, I know is a bit of a night owl with his work schedule, try it. See if you can go into Walmart late one night. See if it works. Because you never know. Walk in the side cart door. Tell us what happens. Yes. I just want Hoker to do all my missions. Like, that's your mission this week, Hoker. (laughs) Report back. See what happened. (laughs) If you get in trouble, we didn't tell you to do it. Exactly. We are not the bad influences. Exactly. uh, In in your life, Mr. Hoker. (laughs) Well, we actually, it's not our icebreaker. We have an icebreaker. And, of course, last week we answered a question from Steve Hoker. Uh, we have a few more questions to go through on this. Uh, this week comes in from Jonathan Dobrik, good friend of the show, old Dobro, as we all know. And this is a good question. I feel like it's something we've talked about before, but it always is fun to go back on. If you were to start a toy line for one show or movie that has not been done yet, what would it be? Oh, I already know your answer. Do you now? Please enlighten everybody. Three ninjas. 100%. <laughs> There's never been anything. There's been no fanfare for Three Ninjas whatsoever. The only thing we got was the uh, Sega and Super Nintendo game. That was it. Which were essentially the same game. Yeah, they weren't, and it wasn't anyway. good. Yeah, it it, it it was bad. Um, let's see. Other than other than Three Ninjas, um. I'm trying to think. Oh, I know. This this will date me. But as a kid, I always wanted Land Before Time toys. Huh. Did they not have any? The No, the only thing they had were those four rubber puppets from Pizza Hut. Littlefoot, Sarah, Ducky, and... Petrie, I think, was the last one. But, yeah, they never had, like, dinosaurs. Kids love dinosaur toys. Oh, yeah. Kids love cartoon movies. Um, you know, you could have the, the, four regu- the four characters as uh, regular figures. You could have deluxe figures of Littlefoot's. Like parents and grandparents and sharp tooth and like give them just that little bit of a cartoon look and like I think it'd have been cool to have uh, Land Before Time toys. No, I agree. I think it's fun. I'm kind of surprised there was never anything uh, done with that. Like, of course, I guess that's one of those fan bases that I think it kind of was popular. I know they made several of those, but I don't feel like near the end that really had a lot of popularity because it wasn't Disney, you know, and right. When you're not under that Disney umbrella, sometimes kind of things go by the wayside, I guess, but no, I agree. I think that would have been a fun one. Uh, three ninjas is definitely up there for me just because it's like, how did this not have something, you know? And right. Even to this day, I think, uh, getting, something from NECA or Funko would be great. And it still hasn't happened. And it's a weird one. It's a weird one that it just like, it never, it never happened. Oh, I, could you imagine a NECA three pack? Like, Oh dude. Uh, 
with a swappable head with a mask. Yep. And like, you know, like, uh, I, I would buy that. Like if there were, th- if I, at this point with three figures, it's going to be 125 bucks. Yep. But if, if it, if they were like essentially like ultimate editions where you had, uh, like their geese and then like a masked head, an unmasked head, throw in the weapons, mm-hmm. maybe even, you know, because they do turtle four packs, like they, you throw in their crazy uncle, like, uh, which was always like, you mean the grandpa, uh, grandpa, yeah, grandpa, not uncle, my bad, like, he was the Fago version of Mr. Miyagi. Right. <laughs> oh, clearly, clearly. Well, and then also, too, like the, the three, like, skateboarding, like, beach bums that try to kidnap him. That would be a fun thing. Right. Snyder, oh, yeah. you know, like, I mean, there's well, a lot so that they then? could do with it if they decided to do it. it. It might be hard to get rights now, but honestly... That's kind of what Funko's been doing all these years is getting rights to people you just never assume they'd get rights to. But um, Funko to me seems like a layup. I think NECA would be better or a company like that that could actually, you know, like like you said, put in the the accessories. And like is honestly because we all remember the scene where Colt goes into that room and he turns all his stuff white and whites out his mask with the spray paint. Like so like there's a lot of stuff you could do as far as accessories, which I think would be really fun. San Diego Comic-Con exclusive cult and yeah, white gear. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, and then all like the, like them giving the bad guys like that soda that they put X lax in, you know, like the, the pizza. I mean, there's so many things that they could do. It would be great. I think it would be a, it'd be a fun license. And I think it would rejuvenate the popularity of that movie too. Maybe if there's a, I mean, it, like a 25th or, which is scary that we're coming up on like a 25th or maybe even like a 30th anniversary of Three Ninjas. But I think it'd be 30th because it was like 93, 94, wouldn't it? I think so. Uh, this is what Google is for. So vamp, vamp, vamp. Let's see. Three Ninjas. Guys, we were prepared for this if you can't tell. Yeah, thanks a lot, Dobro. <laughs> right. Actually, let's blame Steve Hoker. We always blame Steve Hoker. Oh, yeah. Way to go, Hoker. Oh. August 7th, 1992. 30 years this October. Wow. Wait, is that right? 2000, 2010? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The three ninjas are going to be... They're my age. Holy crap. You're three old. Old ninjas now, like yeah. they're gonna be grand. They're gonna be their own grandpas here soon. Dude, I looked up the actor that played Snyder. He's like seventy four. Oh, it's crazy. Uh, sidebar: Did you know? And now it makes me want to find this. The American version ran eighty four minutes. The international version ran ninety six minutes. They had twelve more minutes of Three Ninjas. Interesting. I did not know that. I didn't either. So now I've got to find some eBay bootleg Japanese 
VHS from 30 years ago. Good luck. <laughs> um, as we kind of change gears here to talk about uh, what has us excited, we've seen some some pretty fun announcements this week we're going to dive into. Uh, we were meant to actually talk about this last week, so I want to touch on this first so we don't forget again. Uh, we've mentioned it before, but uh, Hasbro is coming out with a Marvel Legends like 20th anniversary collection. And they announced the Hulk, Captain America, and Iron Man. And it's, you know, of course, the first wave of Marvel Legends from Toy Biz from 2002. Um, we actually just covered that on a main event a couple of weeks ago. But they're kind of more or less relaunching that. Similar packaging. And similar looking figures, but really a, kind of a fun idea. I, I was kind of like, that's kind of a fun idea. Then they announced Toad, which now it's the original four figures. It's similar packaging. And they're even doing backdrops with the comic book right. cover that they came with. That sold me. I was like, I'm in. I love this idea. I'm in. Until I saw the price. From what I understand... Hulk is going for like $42. Captain America, Iron Man, and I, and Toad maybe as well are all going for $32. Now, Hasbro has been the the biggest price hike of anything I've seen where everything yes. continually goes up. I uh I don't know, I'm not I understand everything goes up right now and they're just trying to be competitive. I get it, but this feels like too much to me, man. Like that's too much for me to be like, no, okay, I'm good. Like when you start getting into the NECA prices or the Super Seven prices, I feel like you're you're really taking away that impulse buy. Which yeah, is what these you, were. That's what these were going to be for me. Like, oh, that's fun. I'll grab the Hulk. You know, but and I understand if he's a little bit more because it's a bigger figure. But forty two dollars, like really? Yeah, it's. You have to budget. It, the The days of having extra cash in your pocket to buy an action figure are slowly coming to an end because you're going to have to budget every time. I, I say budget, but like have fifty to a hundred bucks, if not more, if you're going to buy multiple action figures and. You know, I'm not spending out of anyone else's pocket at any time, but like, that's not like that. To me, that was part of the fun. It was like, you know, oh, I've got 20, 40 bucks in my pocket. Let's go see what, you know, right. What action figures or, you know, that I can buy. Like, you have to have that now. Like, there's no impulse because like well i don't oh, i don't you know have that you know what if i don't what if i walk in and i see three figures i want but i've got you know 55 bucks right now that extra like yeah do you go in and look do you get mad do you hide do you just drive by target or walmart because you're like what well, you know i i, I can't I don't have the extra funds at the moment or, you know, what if I find the whole line and I want to get the whole line and that's 150. Like, what do you do at that point? Because it's not, you know, 
you hit the nail on the head. It's not an impulse anymore. It's not feasible at, at all at, at that price point, I don't think. And, you know, I think when something is priced a certain way, like $20 is kind of the average across the board action figure price we'd all gotten used to, right? So Elites were one of the first ones I recall. Then Hasbro kind of adopted it and DC and everything else. And it was just that's just what it cost across the board. And and I'm not saying that I've ever been like, oh yeah, that's a fair price. I don't like the fact that figures are twenty bucks. I would much rather them be ten, right? But mm-hmm. that's just that's just what they are. And so I think your choices are either you do this or you just don't collect. And and Hasbro, for whatever reason, I feel like they've been more in that cash grab mindset lately. And we're going to talk about G.I. Joe's in a second. And I know, like, they they showed, like, a G.I. Joe Viper 3-pack that's coming out. Retail, $90. It's like, wait a minute. That's 30 bucks a figure. Retail, these are 23 What's going on? Like, if anything, that should be a little bit cheaper, you know? Why is it, why is it not, like, you know, maybe 60 60 bucks? so it's 20 bucks a figure, not, uh-huh. not 30 Like, where, why does it cost more? So what I feel like happens, and I feel like this happened with the Power Ranger villains, people just don't buy it, and it sits. And and I don't maybe those did well in some areas. I don't know, but I know the villains got all clearanced out when I saw those. And I feel like they haven't even clearanced any of those out here. Like I still see Pumpkin Wrapper and oh, really? the Pharaoh at Meyer Walmart, maybe Target. But, like, it's, yeah, we still have plenty of those down by me. And but that's I'm been shocked. over a year now, right? I mean, it's been a while. Yeah. That, yeah, because, it, and they are, they, they still sit. Nobody, nobody's picking them up. Okay, so, like, the Superstars line's coming out, right? And, of course, the, we know these as the Masters of the Universe style figures. And they increased the price, but what did they add with that? They added soft goods to every figure, right? Flair's got his robe, Hogan's got his shirt, you know, Honky Tonk's got the jumpsuit, so on, etc. I don't agree with the price point, but at least you're getting something for that. They didn't say, hey, these are just now 20 bucks, sorry. Like, they, they added something to at least make you think, okay, that's fair, you know. That's my thought, so... I think when I see these Marvel Legends, where it just seems like it's a a price increase for the sake of a price increase, I'm like, that doesn't do it for me. Um, oddly enough, I uh, I saw at Walmart just yesterday, I took my niece and nephew there, and uh, they had a new Thor figure on the pegs, that it was the Mighty Thor, which is the female version. And it was like that line, I don't know what they're called, but they're Marvel figures, and they're like the $10 scale ones, like the more for the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had one on there, and it was the full cardboard box. It looked just like a carded figure, but it was cardboard. It wasn't plastic. So my niece is there, and she's 11. And so I grabbed her. I'm like, hey, Brighton, what do you think of that? She's like, what do you mean? I was like, this is the new way they're doing them with cardboard, not plastic. Do you think that that's better? No, that's not better because you can't even see it. I'm like, thank you. At least I know I'm not crazy. <laughs> like, right. And so, I mean, I, I felt like that was such a, just a super blatant, honest answer. No, it's not better. You can't even see it. 
And I'm like, right. So, like, what if it's messed up? She goes, yeah, you wouldn't know until you open it. And I'm like, exactly. So, it's just, it's a weird thing that they're doing. And I feel like Hasbro's, and, and here's the thing. And I know this is going to be contradictory because I'm about to praise the crap out of them for G.I. Joe. But I feel like you start doing a lot of these things. And instead of me picking and choosing Marvel Legends, it just causes me to get out completely. Instead of picking yeah. up choosing Power Rangers or Star Wars or whatever, I just I get out completely. And I'm like, yeah, I don't need them. I'm done. And I feel like that's what's going to happen if you keep doing this, in my opinion. It is. And I think that's an overall consensus with a lot of people right now and they're collecting. You know, I've talked to you know, a handful of friends. Um, you know, Eric Brown of doing the favor if you're following them on Twitter. He's been doing, he's been getting rid of a lot of his figures. You see more people like piecemealing their, their collection out because frustration, pricing, distribution, like, yeah, all right. Yeah, distribution was terrible, but figures were still 20 bucks and you could find them. Yeah. Well, now, like, I, I, I have a, bought a lot of wrestling figures recently, like pretty much next to nothing, but I still look because I I do that, but I haven't seen any new elites recently. Like they, they haven't kicked over in a couple months. So, um, you know, it, it makes it hard for, you know, the cards are getting bent or the bubble, like, there's just a lot of things that are making it easier to to step away. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think it comes down to, you know, there was a, a podcast, the, a comic podcast I listened to years and years and years ago when, uh, you know, talking about uh, collecting comics and reading comics, but I think it, it fits with action figures and it's find your joy. Like if you're not, if you're if you're getting more mad about having to drive around to so many targets or WalMarts to find figures, and you're going to complain about it, like just stop. Like or don't go. Like well, find right. Your and joy. I think that's that's such an interesting thing, and I think that's also kind of what got me more into the customs, where it's like. Maybe it's easier for me to just, hey, I can pay you next week for this because I it's made by someone I know, whether it's you or Jason or anyone else. Maybe that's easier. Maybe maybe with Zombie or Super 7 doing, hey, we're doing a one-month pre-order, so you don't have to hunt it. You know it's going to be there. Maybe that's the way of the future. And these toy companies are kind of putting themselves out, right? Like So, for instance, G.I. Joe Classified, we're going to dive into those. A lot of the Cobra Islands and probably now the new Tiger Force were hard to find. But if you pre-order through Super 7, you can get any of those, right? Because mm-hmm. they're made to order. Maybe that's the new thing. I don't know. Like, it's it's just kind of one of those weird things where I guess it is what it is. And that's the, that's the game of collecting. And I have seen a lot of people do that. But I also think, too, with collecting, your tastes change. 
and one hundred percent. And all of a sudden, the thing you're into, you're not into anymore. So now it's like, oh, I don't need this. I don't want this. Whether that's a Marvel Legend or a Star Wars figure, like your your taste. Just, and I, it's hard to explain, but things just change. And all of a sudden, you're like, I don't need these anymore. Yeah, I'll sell them to you. Like, um, I've had that happen with friends. Be like, hey, you need this? I don't want it anymore. I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll take it. You know, it just happens. So. I don't know. Um, I'm just, I don't know. I, I guess I'm a little bit, I just look at that. I'm like, okay, so why, why is Captain America seven or eight dollars more than a regular Marvel legends? And if you can justify that with what he comes with, I'm in, but if you can't, I'm just out of this whole line and I would have bought the entire wave, but now I'm not going to. I would like to think, that they are going to uh, learn from this and be like, oh, man, we made a mistake. Yeah. And everybody's holding out for clearance or this, and we'll see a price drop. But I don't see that happening. I don't see a step back and like, oh, sorry, guys, we made a mistake. Like, you know, maybe, maybe they'll start making – better quality or adding more accessories to maybe get closer to the value. But I, I, I just don't see a step back and that's sad because a lot of people are getting out of it and yeah. it's, it, it bums you out to hear that where people have just like, well, it's just became a chore or right. this or that, or, you know, we used to only complain about not being able to find it. Now it's like, oh gosh, now it's expensive. Now I can't find it. Mm -hmm. And it, so it, it just keeps adding and adding. So right. what's your breaking point? And that's different with everybody. And I think it also makes you choose, right? So if you're a Mattel WWE elite person, and maybe now you're like, you know what? I don't really want to dive into AEW because that's too much. Or, But also, too, I think what's happening now, and I could be wrong here. This is just my opinion. When all these companies are showing stuff like, like the new G.I. Joe line or Mattel Masterverse or whatever, you kind of start to pick and choose and have to be like, you know what? I'm into these, but I'm not going to collect anything else because my money doesn't go that far, which – is kind of yeah, you can only stretch a dollar so far before it rips. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because, I mean, also, too, this is a, a small thing, but tax is based on your overall dollar. So if you increase your action figure $3, the tax goes up, too. Yes. Now, not substantial unless you're living in, like, Florida. Sure. But. Yeah, but it does. That, and Yeah, it, it still does, 100%. Yeah, and so it just it makes it everything a lot more expensive. Um, I've teased it a couple times. G.I. Joe announced a whole bunch of new uh, figures we saw. We're going to see in the uh, the main line a new Dusty, Crimson Guard, and Zorana are going to be coming soon. And in the Tiger Force line, we got a, a Duke with the Ram Cycle, which was a really cool figure. Um, I'm trying to go back to my notes here because I don't want to miss any of these because they, they announced a whole bunch of stuff. We're going to see uh, bazooka Ricondo and the Python patrol officer in the tiger force line as, as target exclusives. Um, of course, 
you know, Storm Shadow Spirit, Cobra Officer, the Croc Master with Fiona Pack, Stalker, Tomag, Zaymod are all coming. Outback, Python Patrol, Viper, and Bat are all coming. Those are Tiger Force exclusives as well through Target. Um, but I think probably the biggest news we saw with all the G.I. Joes, and this is not something I expected, so it caught me off guard. They have signed Sergeant Slaughter to once again be in the G.I. Joe classified line. Of course, he was in the original G.I. Joe line way back in the day. Um, G.I. Joe Real American Hero, that is. Um, dude, what were your thoughts when you saw that? I mean, I thought that was pretty cool. I was stoked. So happy to see it. Um, I know uh, Valiverse ran and made their own six-inch yep. Sergeant Slaughter, which uh, to me was highly disappointing because uh, it kind of looked like – well, no, it didn't kind of. It, re- it looked like modern-day Sergeant Slaughter in – Instead of like the GI Joe Sergeant Slaughter, I I, um, I passed on it. I almost bought it, but I thought, eh, nah, I'm good. I'm really glad I passed now because this is this one looks really good. Oh, this is gonna be great! Like this looks, um, uh, I I I can't wait. Like it's, I don't even care if the glasses come off. I don't think they do. I think the glasses are sculpted on. Perfectly fine with me. Yeah, he looks like. The action figure, the cartoon, like, it, it was great. Uh, loved seeing him. Now, I'm hoping we get some Slaughter's Marauders in the future, like Lowlight or um, Jinx. Uh, I'm sure that's all coming. Gosh, who else? I think uh, a lot of that has to do with getting Slaughter signed. And here's another thing I'm noticing a trend now is a lot of guys who have had Mattel figures recently are able to sign with other companies. So clearly it's not an exclusive contract, which is really fun. Well, here you go. Uh, Mattel and Hasbro are both putting out a six inch Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah. You're so, right. you know, we were talking about, well, maybe, um, you know, everything with zombie sailor and cello toys and, you know, it's because it's a size difference and it's a different type of figure. Mm-hmm. Now, how how does this work? Because Slaughter's under a Legends contract. He just was sent the San Diego Comic Con. Well, I think he's in the uh, new one of the new newer Elite Waves too, isn't he? Yeah, because he's in. It's the uh, Iraqi Slaughter, right? Um, and I mean, I think it's great. So now we're going to have two. Six-inch slaughters. Um, I also think this uh, piggybacks off of the surprise uh, popularity of the Ultimate um, San Diego exclusive last year because mm-hmm. Joe fans bought it and uh, obviously uh, wrestling fans bought it. So I, I think with that being a huge success and Mattel seeing, you know, Mattel make a whole bunch of money off of Sarge, Hasbro's like, hey, we'll just put him out in a regular line. Give us all that money. So I, I just think that that was a spearhead. Uh, the Valiverse, 
you know, them making a Sergeant Slaughter, it, it all just was a snowball effect. And I was glad to see him. Um, glad to see Duke in the Tiger Force. That was my first Duke figure. Oh, nice. You got to uh, pick that one up? I, yeah, I am. Like, that's, that's sentimental to me. Sure. Like, that was, he's my favorite Joe. Um, you know, he comes with the, uh, the breaker bike, but we just made out of Tiger Force skin or, uh, Tiger Force stickers. Mm-hmm. Um, then, uh, the, the Dr. Mindbender is cool. Uh, but I, you know, with it being a San Diego exclusive, like, that's eh. the, is that for sure? I've heard that rumor, but I don't know for sure. It's gotta be, I, like, it's got its own. Because the box. Uh, exactly. Like, I don't know if they called it the San Diego, but it, it's got the same style box as Zartan mm-hmm. last year. Um, and well, I'm sure they'll do a regular one though in the line, so I'm not too worried. Oh, about they that. they will. They did it with Snake Eyes and Zartan, so yeah, I'm not worried. But um, but it's uh pretty excited about all of it. Like it, they look good. Yeah, and you know they're doing a good job. Is it weird that a lot of these? figures we're still not seeing like i was just at my walmart yesterday and they still have lady J, flint and the snake eyes movie characters it's like my god clearance those and get some new stuff i don't know it seems weird that we're not getting the newer waves has uh has snake eyes came out on digital or dvd yet I don't know. I would imagine it has. I feel like that was a long time ago. Big Bang, we're throwing this to you because we know you do not watch anything in the movie theater. Is Snake Eyes a home release yet? Let us know. Yeah, let us know. I bet that it is because I feel like that came out last year, so I would think that it's been out. Um, I do too. But I don't think that was like a big movie. Like I don't think that got a lot of fanfare, really. I never actually watched it. Um I didn't hate the first G.I. Joe movie. I didn't think it was great, though. Um, the second one I didn't care for that much either. So I just kind of was like, eh, all right, that's fine. But I don't know. And, like, I would like them to, like, really, like, do a good one. But I don't feel like these have been that. So I didn't really pay much attention to that. But, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of one of those weird things where it's like, okay, you did a toy line based on that. I get it. I'm with you. But let's move past that now. No one bought these. Let's do the figures people are actually going to buy. Yeah, and put a, a bunch of them out, not just like right, um, not just one new figure with Flint, Roadblock, and like you said, Lady J, and right. put let, let's get four new figures out there and and get all this taken care of. No, I agree. I think it definitely needs to happen. Um, anything else you want to add before we dive into what we're finding on the pigs? Uh, no, that's about it. No, no other, you know, earth-shattering news. Uh, that means tomorrow morning something will. Oh, I'm sure. And uh, we'll be like, son of a gun. Son but, of a gun, no. yeah. Let's, it's the uh, way it goes, though. It is, it is. And that's the the life of a podcaster. Like, you, yep. you get done, you're like, man, that was great. Next morning at 9 o'clock, like, surprise, look at these releases. Yeah. Crap. Yeah, it's already out of date. Yeah. Um, 
honestly not a lot on the pegs for me that I found uh, the last week or so. Like I said, I was just at Walmart yesterday, and um, I did notice the AEW belt is now on clearance. So if you're like the toy belts are for your kids, they're about seven bucks now, so that's not a bad deal. Very good deal. Yeah. Um, again, no new Joes, no new Masterverse. Um, I did see AEW Unmatched three at my Walmart, so keep your Walmart eyes open there. Seen some AEW figures. You mentioned earlier Mattel Elite's not really seeing anything new. Nothing new there. I still saw a couple of flares. I still have not seen a Hollywood Hogan yet. Um, I don't know if it's, if it's coming later. I'm not sure. It feels a little like they're trying to make that one the, uh, the popular one of the set. Like, that's the one to get. And I'm not a big fan of when they do that. I feel like it creates that false hype and people go nuts for it and I hate having to that feeling of hitting a thousand Walmarts to try to find it. Right. So, I think they're doing, I think Mattel, cause I know they do it at Walmart or excuse me, they do it at target with the legends line is, are these straight case releases. Right. And I think they're doing the same thing with Walmart and the superstars because, uh, you saw like, I, not you as in you specifically, but like from seeing people's uh, findings, like there were four Ric Flair's and four uh, Bray Wyatt's, but no honky sightings and no yeah. Hogan sightings. So I don't know if they're shipping in straight cases or if it's a case of six and three and three, but or yeah. four and four. But I, like you, I don't think that when you get a case of superstars, you're getting everybody. My buddy Daniel Cross mentioned that, and he said that he's under the thought that Hogan is shipping by himself like Flair. And he had heard someone like, near where he lives, a Hogan case hit, and somebody bought all six. And so I don't know if the thought is that that's going to be worth money, but I'm like... My thought, and, I, and again, I could be wrong, but I feel like I'm going to end up seeing like a bunch of Hogan's on the pegs, kind of like back Masterverse or uh, Masters of the WWE Universe Series Two, John Cena. Like how many of those we saw? Right. I, I felt like they were like, everywhere, and so I, I mean, I could be wrong, but that's kind of what it seems like it's is happening. So, but um, yeah, man, I I don't know. Like right now. I think without any new Masterverse, without any new Joes, without any real new AEW stuff, it just kind of kind of feel like when I'm going down the toy aisle, it's kind of in that, like, eh, okay, nothing new. You know, it's kind of the same old feeling. Yeah, uh, I'm running into the same. Um, I'm seeing, uh, is it Unrivaled 2 with FTR, the Bucks? Um, it's Unrivaled is that- 7, I think. Or unmatched. I'm sorry. I once again confusing my unmatched and unrivaled. So unrivaled um, seven's got like FTR, the Bucks, Nyla Rose, and Lance Archer. Yep, that's what I've been seeing. I yeah. saw one case of that. Um, also, it's not news, but check your GameStops, guys. Um, I don't know why or how this happened, but. Uh, GameStops had been getting in figures, AEW figures, of Darby and the new Painmaker Jericho. Hmm. 
but they listen to this. This has been, and I didn't believe it at first, um, but I, I've seen multiple reports on it. GameStop is getting straight cases of the chases. Ooh. Chase Darby and Chase, uh, like I said, Painmaker or whatever that Jericho yeah. was. So, um, and so go check your GameStops. Go and look because I, like I said, not sure why, but they're getting straight cases of six of chases from Jazzwares. Oh, that's that definitely a good heads up. I I'll be honest, I don't feel like I check GameStop as much as I should. And um, yeah, like you like you said, you can you never know. You sometimes you find some some little gems in there, so that's definitely some good advice to check that out. Um, Normally, the only reason I go into GameStop because I I do mostly digital shopping um, for my games now. I think we talked about that. Mm -hmm. It's easier not to have scratched up media, but sure. I always go in to look for if they ever do the bag sale where like if you buy this eight dollar bag, yeah, everything that you can fit in it is twenty percent off or um they move stuff to clearance very, very quick. Yep. So um I'll go to you know oh hey look, there's the Age of Apocalypse Marvel Legends, they're right. on sale. Well, I'll pass on it, but it's cool to see them on clearance or, or like uh, the pops go on clearance. So right. that's really the only reason I'll go in there. Um, but there's that. I haven't seen it. Nothing new NECA. Um, nothing new elite wise. We're sitting on uh, the whatever line has Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles from the Boneyard match mm-hmm. and Goldberg, we're sitting on a bunch of I think those. I think that might actually be a WrestleMania or a top picks. I could be wrong though. I, yeah, I think it, I, it might be a top picks. Probably the last WWE um, Jeff Hardy, I would imagine. I would, I would think so. Um, and then finally, I, uh, I took the plunge and, did what I said I wasn't going to do or that I would think about doing. Uh, got up early the other day, as I do, put the kids on the bus, took, dropped them off at preschool, was getting ready for my 8.30 conference call, scrolling through Twitter, even though I don't tweet a lot, but I'll still, you know, oh, I've got 10 minutes. Let me see what's going on. In the world today. Sure. Uh, first thing I saw is Elon Musk bought Twitter, and I was like, well, that's boring. <laughs> and then uh, the uh, next thing I saw, quick, 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 go to Walmart. Hollywood Hogan's WWE Superstars on sale. Mm. I went, no, no way. Go over. There it is. Hollywood Hogan in stock. And... Like we talked about last week or the week before, like I want to get the NWO guys now because of Scott Hall's passing. Mm -hmm. And I know that that's a a horrible reason to want to collect, but I think it's kind of cool because I do like those figures. I've made a lot of customs and I think it'd be cool to have the first three of the NWO, the third band and, and the outsiders. So, 
Uh, sight unseen, I did get a Hollywood Hogan, WWE Superstars. Uh, it was twenty one ninety seven. I begrudgingly, begrudgingly did it. But is that the, is that the retail price before tax? Yes. So they're not even the even twenty anymore. Ugh. Yeah, twenty one ninety seven. Uh, then like my six dollar shipping, put it right at thirty bucks. Um, two day shipping though. Thanks Walmart. They're, I guess they take a pay. I don't order from Walmart very often, right? So uh, I don't know if that's the norm, but. Uh, with these, I was going to open them up, obviously, because I, I don't keep very many things mint on card. I, I open and display. But I, I am very disappointed in Walmart because they sent it in a bubble mailer The with no – I mean, I didn't even get a ringside job of a box and a flyer. I got a Walmart bubble mailer with a page receipt – and the bubble was crushed, and the card was mangled. Uh, Did you send uh, any type of email or anything? No, I I believe in karma. Like if I was a mint on card, I would have. But I'm gonna open it, and I okay. Yeah, I get your thought, but you still like. It was deliberately, like, it's put in a bubble mailer. If it was packed well in a box, like, I, okay, so, and the reason I say that is a couple of years ago when Masters of the WWE Universe came out, I ordered a few of those um, for myself and for my nephew for Christmas because I thought he would like them, and uh, mm-hmm. which was kind of ironic because he immediately just stripped off the armor and played with them as wrestling figures. I'm like, well, okay, <laughs> what are you going to do? But, with those first couple series, I remember those were impossible to find in the store. You could only right. find them on on the web. Right, they were very. It was interesting like how they how they hit. But I had um, a sting come in, and they all kind of came in separately, which was also weird, which is fine. But it was just kind of weird how they came in. But I, the sting came in, and the box was too short, and the card was literally folded down because those cards are real long. Um, yes. The card was folded down to fit in the box. And it's just like, really? Like, and I, and I was kind of like you, like, he's going to open it. I'm going to open it. But like, my God, like, think about what you're doing here. Like, it's such a weird thing that they do that. And I'm not a fan. That's, that's also a reason why I think it upsets people that it's harder to shop in stores because at least you know what you're getting that way, right? Like, you know yeah. the card's good, you know the paint app on the figure is good, you know all that <laughs> stuff, but when it gets crushed or destroyed like that, you're like, oh my god, I'm so sick of shopping online. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, on a on a bright note, cause, so we're going to, you know, keep it positive. The figure is great. Uh, it's got the Hogan tan. He's substantially darker than the the regular skin tone. I don't know what they did, but you can tell he's got his Hogan tan. Uh, when he's wearing the glasses, he doesn't look like a complete goof. Same thing with the bandana. Uh, 
They did do the Hollywood boots, so it's got his like airbrushed face on the boots. Fantastic. Which which surprised me with that amount of detail. Um, you've got the elite style belt, uh, big gold with the NWO painted on it. Um, great, great figure. Uh, which I'm not surprised. The, the, the Motu origins are, are great figures. And so were the WWE masters. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that, that price got me. And, you know, will I be getting any of the others, uh, other than Scott? Paul and Kevin Nash, uh, probably not. But, uh, you know, I, I did want to, as it's been a, a talking point and a hot button for us about, you know, the $15, and if I was going to do it, it would be a game-time decision. Mm-hmm. I guess seeing it, my thought was I'll order it sight unseen, I'll get it at retail instead of eBay, and if I don't like it, I've got my receipt. Can always take it back to Walmart and get my money back sure. if it's if it's bad. So, um, which is essentially, you know, buying it at retail. So, yeah, uh, good figure. I like it. I recommend it. Uh, so now I'll wait another six months to get the Outsiders. <laughs> well, I think that's cool, and I actually do like that line. The more I see it, the more I like it. It's just kind of hard for me to want to justify collecting something else I guess at this point and limiting my my funds to to stuff that I enjoy a little bit more but I do like the line I think it's cool and I think it's getting progressively better I'm sure wave 4 will be even better so we'll see what happens um but anything else you want to add before we dive into our main event here That's it let's do it All right it's time for some micro machines let's head into the main event and talk really really fast A little bit this is the Micro Machine Man, presenting the most midget miniature motorcade of Micro Machines. Each one has dramatic details, terrific trim, precision paint jobs, plus incredible Micro Machine pocket play sets. There's a police station, fire station, restaurant, service station, and more. Perfect pocket portables to take any place. And there are many miniature play sets to play with, and each one comes with its own special edition Micro Machine vehicle and fun, fantastic features that miraculously move. Raise the boat lift at the airport marina, man the gun turret at the army base, clean your car at the car wash, raise the toll bridge. And these play sets fit together to form a Micro Machine world. Micro Machine pocket play sets, so tremendously tiny, so perfectly precise, so dazzlingly detailed, you'll want to pocket them all. Micro Machines and Micro Machine pocket play sets sold separately from Galoob. The smaller they are, the better they are. All right, we are back here on episode 54. It is main event time. Time to discuss micro machines. So, Travis, I feel like this might be a bit of a blind spot for both of us, and I'm definitely not talking fast enough like the micro machines guy, but uh, (laughs) cars have always been a big thing for toys, whether it's collectors or kids. Everyone has always probably dabbled in cars, whether it's Hot Wheels, Matchbox, or micro machines. And, um, I certainly had my share of toy cars back in the day. Um, I had a few little play sets. They were never my all all time favorite, but always something I enjoyed, but specifically micro machines. What are your thoughts on everything? Micro machines. I thought that they were great. They, they were small. You could like, I remember the commercial, like one of them's hiding behind like a penny or a dime. And you're like, whoa, I need that because it's so small. Um, and it reminded me of a, like a, a glorified quarter machine toy. Like sure. one that you get out of one of those little pop bubbles. And 
the cool part about it was just the sheer mass of everything that it covered, like cars, planes, helicopters, license stuff. So you saw, like, the Batmobile, the Batwing, the Joker truck. Um, let's see, like... Um, construction, bulldozers, uh, race cars, uh, like, and it had a lot, it had a lot to choose from. And then it also reminded me of muscle, Mm -hmm. but for cars, because you'd buy a five pack, you'd buy a jumbo pack or, you know, Kind of like Hot Wheels, or may have been even like a thirty or a fifty pack, and in that you just got a mess of cars. And like as a kid, it's quantity over quality, right? To a certain point, sometimes. And like, who I could get five micro machines, or I could get one superpower. Five is better than one. Let me get that. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, I think also too, it it cars are a good go to for a birthday gift, right? Like you're going to a friend's birthday party. Well, what's he into? Well, he likes this or he likes this, but it's like, oh, how about a five pack of Hot Wheels or a ten pack of Micro Machines? That's a good gift, I think, in a lot of cases because it's one, it's relatively cheap, and it's like, oh wow, he got ten new Micro Machines. That's that's kind of cool, you know, and yeah. And I bring that up because I remember being at a birthday party, and I don't know if this ever happened to you. We haven't really discussed this much, but um, I was at a birthday party, and one of my friends got a three-pack of Micro Machines, and they were the special kind. And these came out later. I want to say like mid-90s, and they actually hooked together so you could run them like a train. Super cool. And he got this set. And the kid that got them were like, dude, check out all the cool ones they have on the back. And I could tell the kid that got it was not like uh, like super into it. But as soon as I saw them, I was like, I want those. Those are awesome. And did that ever happen to you where like you see something at a birthday party and you're like, my God, I want that right now. That looks so cool. Yeah. There was a, there was a kid that uh, this is, you know, circa 1990. Uh, he got the Michael Keaton Batmobile model. Not a Hot Wheel, but like the model where you get model glue and take all of the pieces out. And I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. Like, oh my gosh, I I have to have that because the model is going to look like the picture on the front. And boy, was I wrong and learned quick that the plastic pieces, even though they were black, still had to be painted, and they don't look like the real Batmobile on the front of your model box, but still cool to have, you know, get the the Batmobile as a model. Well, I also remember when it was my birthday and my friends would come, sometimes you would get something you weren't really into. Kind of like that. Like I remember getting a model car and I wasn't really into those, but I was like, man, this is really cool. Like after I kind of got into it a little bit. And so I think that's what sometimes is fun about a birthday. You might get something you're not really into, but you're like, wow, that's actually really cool. I'm glad I got that. So, 
Um, but yeah, you you bring it up like quarter toys and gumball machine toys and things like that. I think sometimes the quantity is always better than the quality. And uh, going back to a previous episode from last year, we talked about Pogs, right? Pogs were huge, I think, because the price point was so cheap. You could get a Pog almost anywhere in the United States for a dime. In the 90s, you couldn't buy anything for that. Right. And so I think with things like micro machines, and even now, like some of the Hot Wheels, I, I haven't bought a toy car in I don't know how long, but... You know, I'll see like Marvel has their sets and Ninja Turtles has their sets. Like, that's kind of cool stuff. Like, so again, it's not something I dive into because I'm like, again, I want to limit my collections. I don't want to expand them, but it is, it is really cool to see all the, all the stuff that they do. It is. Um, and with micro machines, you, you said that your favorite was this, like a train connector set. Like I had a, a play set which was a, an aircraft carrier. Um, so it was basically the USS flag for micro machines. Nice. Um, and on the landing strip, there were these two little like launchers to where they were spring loaded. So you pulled it back down to the very uh, front or well back part of the landing strip. You put a little, your airplane or your car, whatever, and you hit a button and that spring-loaded launcher pushed your plane or micro-machine down the runway and launched it off of the edge of the aircraft carrier. Mm -hmm. So in, like, first grade, uh, when we would take it in, because the bottom also, the the top came off of the bottom, and the bottom was hollow to where you could store your micro-machines in your uh, little aircraft carrier. So I remember taking it into inside recess in the winter when you know, it was too cold to, to go outside, and we would, uh, we would do micro-machine races and see whose micro-machine would go the furthest by getting launched. Um, and then my favorite micro machine of all time was this F-16 uh, fighter jet that was painted red, white, and blue. Uh, don't know why it was my favorite. Don't know why. But it just, to me, it looked cool, and it reminded me of I think it like reminded me of Top Gun for some reason. Sure. But having like a a red, white, and blue F sixteen uh, fighter jet Tomcat was was the greatest micro machine of all time. Well, and and I think too micro machines were fun because it's like you said, it's the quantity, it's the different styles. I remember my cousins had a they had one where if you put it under hot water, it turned pink. I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. Like, and it's really not that big a deal, but at the time I was like, man, that is so awesome. You know? Right. Um, uh, but it's just like a lot of stuff to... like that. That was fun. And like it would, you could sell a commercial on stuff like that. Like, you know, put it under hot water, change the colors. It's like, Whoa, I gotta have that. Like it was, and again, toy commercials. It's interesting because as people have heard this now, if you're a, an avid listener, you've heard, I throw in the, some of the toy commercials when I can. Mm -hmm. The newer toys don't have any. Isn't that a weird thing? It's like we 
nowadays it's like you get hyped up by when Hasbro announces like a hey we're gonna do a big GI Joe day or a big Marvel Legends day like that's when you I guess that, that's the new age commercials because they're not you're not seeing the commercials on television anymore so it's totally different and that is sad but they're marketing to a completely different yeah it's not the kids it's the collectors yeah I mean our kids. Uh, chomping at the bit to watch, uh, you know, uh, GI Joe Friday or Has right. Lab Friday. Right. I, I think it, they're just catering to their uh, their major audience. Exactly. So, no, they definitely are. But again, I think these are fun. Um, here's my question to you, because I'll be honest, I don't. We were you were telling me before we started recording this segment that I guess Jazzwares took over this line and relaunched it recently in 2020. Yes. I did not know that. And I'll be honest. I don't know the last time I recall actually seeing micro machines on the pegs. Um, now that I remember now that seeing that Jazzwares did them, I don't remember seeing them because I've overlooked them. Right. But, I do know that I've had a conversation with John about them because uh, John's our, my Hot Wheels collector from, from Virginia. He does like... Does he still collect them? Like, uh, yeah, oh, he, he loves Hot Wheels. He's been a diecast collector forever and he'll go and check the Hot Wheels. But one thing that he told me, and I, I'm remembering this now in one of our conversations when he talked about micro machines hitting the pegs again micro machines like hot wheels now have treasure hunts or limited edition chase cars that you can get like that are one a case or one a pack and and people look for those treasure hunts or whatever their version of a treasure hunt is to fill their collection like they do on on hot wheels I mean, it makes sense, though, right? Like, that's how you get people into it. Oh, 100%. Like, I, I remember, um, and this is a weird one, but back in, like, 2003, Ultimate Muscle kind of got relaunched, right? And they had a Fox 23 or Fox Kids cartoon, and they did a six-inch line, but they also relaunched, like, the muscle figures from the 80s, like the one-inch ones. Yes. And... Me and Bane and a few other friends would actually go to this Kmart once or twice a week and eat lunch at this Little Caesars in this Kmart by our high school because nobody went there. It was like no one thought about that Little Caesars being in there. So it was always empty when we went to lunch, and it was great. But what what I liked about it is we could spend five minutes and go look at the toys real quick Mm -hmm. or the video games, which is kind of a fun thing to do when you're at school, you know. And so I remember seeing these muscle figures. Because I knew that the cartoon was being relaunched, and they ended up making like a GameCube game and stuff like that, which was awesome, I thought. And so the muscle figures, how they worked, it was like you could see three, but three of them were a mystery. And immediately all my friends were like, oh, that's really cool. I kind of want to get those now. You know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. it becomes the blind box deal. And I remember I ended up buying a set, and there was a character – and I don't remember his name. 
but it was a muscle character. It was on the back of the box. His body was a cell phone, and I thought that was hilarious because, like, what an update for the twenty two the two thousand three version uh, as opposed to the eighties. He's a cell phone, you know. And that is really cool. And and that was one of the mystery figures I got. He was blue because they actually colored these. They weren't all like that. You know, kind of like that peach color that was there before, almost pink color, but. He was right. blue, so some of them were blue or green or whatever, but I remember thinking, like, I got the cell phone guy, yeah, and I thought that was super cool. So I feel like Micro Machines, I don't know if they do that or not, but that would be a pretty cool thing to have the mystery figure, or the mystery car, not the figure, right? Like, that would be a I fun thing. And I think doing stuff like that is a is a fun idea for getting people to buy your stuff. I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. I think that's awesome. I think it'd be really cool, but uh, that's pretty much all I got on micro machines. Anything else you want to add? No, that was that's it. You know, if, if you guys have a a micro machine memory, you know, hit us up on our social media on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok. You know, message us TikTok. Yeah, I know we haven't posted in a while, but uh, you know, let us know uh, about some of your your fond memories of. Of micro machines. Yeah, definitely. And uh, we'll, we want to cover Hot Wheels and maybe Matchbox at some point. And maybe some of the sublines. I remember, and I don't know what these are called, so if you're out there and you know, hit me up. They were monster trucks. I had these in first grade. I remember very specifically. And um, so I was in first grade between 92 and 93. And they, they you hit their, like, they had this, like, towing chain on the truck. And if you push that down their mouth they would like a mouth would open so it was like a monster truck beast wow oh yeah That's and i cool. and i remember that cuz i had another kid who really liked them too and i just thought they were so cool cuz it was like you hit that thing they opened up and it's like they have teeth and it's like oh that's so cool and so there's some so many like little sublines in there of different things that i think we could even dive into that i think would be great so i'm looking forward to it and um I'm also looking forward to what next week's going to be. And so, Travis, I will throw it over to you. So I'm sure you have some more amazing choices for me to dive into. What is episode 55 going to be? All right. 55, a five-five. So I don't know if we're necessarily like at a pivotal episode, but I think it's cool that it's like the same number, 55. It'll be – So – It was just as cool as 44 – and hopefully be better than 66. We'll see. Oh, my goodness. Why you gotta... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So, thought about this today. And, you know, we we just covered Micro Machines. So, we're called the TV Toy Cast because we like to, you know, cover a lot of things. We've covered Pogs. We've covered sure. the Talk Boy, Tiger Electronics. So, uh... All of these are broad because if we were to individualize this, we would never, ever, ever, ever finish. Uh, Four brand new topics that have never, ever been brought up in 54 episodes. Ooh. So, this week's decision, you know, as a kid... We all played with toys, but we also played with video games. Mm. So, as a one-off, kind of a special thing, 
I have chosen four systems that we can cover, talk about some of our favorite games, some of our least favorite games, some good memories, some bad memories, just an all-encompassing, like, you know, video game episode of, you know, oh, I remember renting this, or I remember sure. going to Blockbuster or the video store. You know, they're, they're at, you know, while it's not technically, well, it's not a toy at all, but it, I, it was part of growing up and, you know, playing and you would get games based off of toys or toys based off of games and, I, I feel like it's. Uh, you know what they they I, say? I, it's not a toy, but it is. It it really is. I, I, I mean, if it's, we're splitting hairs at that point. But I feel like video games were a more socially acceptable toy, and I I mean I I'm a huge classic gamer, so I hope that's what you're diving into here. But yes, all of these are these these are all classics. So I mean. You know, as people know, I'm currently in the process of getting a roster together for Power Pro Wrestling 2. So, yes, I right. love I love old school video games. Obviously, they're hu- they were huge in Toys R Us. Um, it, it's a toy. I mean, is it's a, it's its own thing, sure, but it's it's still a toy. All right. So the first, obviously, you can't talk about video games without talking about. The Nintendo. So the Nintendo Entertainment System. Sure. Number two. We're going to go to the next generation. The Super Nintendo. Mm. Number three. The Sega Genesis. Sega! Uh Uh-huh. Even me saying that, does that hit you in the nostalgia feels? Oh, yeah, you click that button, and the white screen pops up. You see Sonic run by right and then left. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I've heard that numerous, numerous times. And the wild card, as I call it, even though it's really not a wild card, but another all-encompassing thing, arcade games. Ooh, Hmm. Man, that's four tough choices because I'm a huge fan of all four. And Right. And it's not these aren't really like right exactly what people would think when they see our show, although I feel like it I don't feel like people are into action figures and not into video games. You know what I mean? It's kind of like the same Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. They they yeah, it's like you said. They kind of go hand in hand. Like, right. You know, a lot of people played Nintendo or Atari or, you know, oh, I or they like said an arcade game. How many people went to a Pizza Hut and played, you know, Pac Man or Street Fighter? Like, you you just I don't want to call it a rite of passage, but it was. It was just something that that you did, and I feel like that. These three are like, or these four are the essential vintage video game systems that have the the most people to to play them. So here's a little fun fact for you. This was not a choice, but if it were, I would have immediately picked this, and I will tell you why. 
And that would have been the Sony PlayStation. And the reason is, is somebody made a TikTok about sounds of the 90s. And one of the sounds they showed on there or they played on there was the sound of when you turned on the PlayStation and like the logo uh-huh. hit. And dude, I'll be honest, man, that sound literally hit me in the feels. I was like, whoa, because I haven't played a PlayStation one probably since what? 99, 2000 when like the PS two came out. So it was just like, Oh my God. Like that was such a iconic video game system at the time, you know, like Tekken and Mortal Kombat and all these other games that I had. And like, WWF in your house and crazy stuff like that. So um, I probably would have picked that if that had been a choice, but it wasn't. So I will go down. So yeah, we have the Nintendo, the Super Nintendo, the Sega Genesis and arcade. Yes. So I, I'm probably going to surprise people with this pick, but here's what I'm going to do. The first one eliminated arcade. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So now we get Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis. The second one to go will be the Super Nintendo. As much as I love it, it's one of my all-time favorite consoles. It has got to go. Okay. We are now down to Nintendo and Sega. And the next one to go, and people are probably going to be surprised by this because I had an entire podcast dedicated to this system. The next one to go is the Nintendo because I want to talk about some Sega Genesis. Awesome. Sega Genesis. Great console. A lot of fun stuff. You got Sonic. You've got, uh, gosh, all kinds of, like, Road Rash. Oh, uh, yeah. Sports Talk Baseball and Football. Joe Montana. Like, Royal Rumble. Monday Night Raw. Like, you've got all kinds of X-Men, fun. Spider-Man, The Hulk. Yes. Uh, Wolverine, Adamantium Rage. Mm-hmm. Like, there are... Boogerman, a pick-and-flick oh, adventure. I mean, how could you not? Uh, one of the greatest... Earthworm Jim. Uh, Earthworm Jim is good. Uh, I stand by this because the Super Nintendo version was trash, but Aladdin. Oh, Disney. dude. I have a great Aladdin story. I'll save it for next week. Yeah, Aladdin on Genesis is one of the greatest Genesis games of all time. It's amazing. So, I like I said, it's we are a toy game or a toy game, a toy podcast. But you know, it's 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 fun to do a little. We'll call this like a side quest. You know, we're not going to do it all the time, but I think it's fun to. It's it's no different than a board game. A board game's not a toy, right? Right. And it's nostalgia. We're gonna have. We yeah. already. You know, we'll talk about renting them or sure. the first time you saw it. You know, things like that. And that's really what this is about: is is those stories, those memories, and you know, being able to, you know, pick up a Genesis and go. Well, why does a Genesis controller have one more button than my Nintendo controller? One hundred, but one less button than my Super Nintendo controller. Right, and in that, it also this is the first time with this console. There's a choice now because two main consoles are out. There's Super Nintendo and there's Sega. There's a lot of games that are on both, but there's a lot of exclusive games. Uh-huh. So I was a Sega kid. That's what I had, and 
granted there were some great games on it, but I always like wanted a Super Nintendo as a kid because, you know, Super Punch Out and Mario and, you know, Killer Instinct and stuff like that that I wasn't able to to get on the Sega. But yeah, man, I'm you I'm had, you had Sonic. Right, dude. exactly. Right. I had Sonic and I had uh I had a few like Eternal Champions as a game I had and that was only on Sega, so like there was some fun oh. stuff. And I'm and I'm certainly looking forward to diving into it because there's so many cool things with the Sega Genesis that we're we're going to dive into and and just these the crazy amounts of games and stories that we can go into. I think stuff like this is fun. And this is another thing I want to bring up while I'm thinking about it. Do you remember? And this was a few years in a row we would see this pop up around the holidays. It was like a, a mini Sega. And it actually had like 30 built-in games. So like Sonic and Earth, maybe not Earthworm Jim, but some of those games. Um, Virtual Fighter, the Sega release games. But it also had a port you could play, you could plug in Genesis games on it. I do remember seeing that. And I remember buying one at a grocery store of all places. Because I thought, dude, that's amazing. It was like 35 bucks or something. My opinion mm-hmm. is very, very cheap, and I thought I can go buy the wrestling games on on the cartridge. You know, those are cheap at the time they were. I don't know if they are now, but and I and relatively cheap, not real expensive, I guess. And I bought wireless because I thought, oh, that's even better. But I didn't realize that the wireless—they were like a TV remote control. You had to point them at the console, otherwise they didn't register. So. Not I as good as I was that. hoping. Like an infrared almost instead of Bluetooth or yeah. Wi-Fi. Yeah. And I was so used to like Xbox controllers that I was not, not expecting that. I'm like, oh my God, this sucks. But I mean, a good idea. And I wish more stuff. I know they've done like the mini consoles here lately with like 30 built-in games. But of course now with like the retro pie and stuff, I don't even know if that's a deal. But it's a cool concept. Absolutely. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That'll be next week we dive into uh, the Sega Genesis, which is going to be a, a very interesting uh, turn of events. Um, of course, we have shout-outs we like to get to. I, of course, want to shout-out our good buddies Eric and Barry over there at Doing the Favor. Make sure to give them a follow and check out their shows. Uh, Jason Wolf and everything he's doing, Howling with the Wolf, his podcast, his chop shop. He's got some, uh, he's got some sympathizers up right now that we may want to – touch on in the future, but we'll kind of keep that a secret for now. Um, If you remember the chop shop, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, Our buddy Tim over at pulling up a chair, check out his podcast, the positively pro wrestling podcast with Steve and Eric night of the nerdy laser podcast with our buddy Richard and his friend, Matt. And then of course my buddy, Aaron Anders new show, catching up with Aaron and Daniel. And that's what I got for shout outs. Uh, First up, we have the, Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast on Sundays. Uh, Next up, we have our Thursday tag team partners, uh, Tales from the Estate with Drew and Caitlin Menzel, now with run-ins from the Twins. They they have made some appearances and made their presence known uh, at some of the more recent podcasts, so... Welcome to the crew, boys. Absolutely. Uh, we've, we've got Star Joe's, uh, your 80s podcast with Ryan Grubb, John, and Chuck. And we have the Open Your Toys podcast with our buddy Rock. And uh, they do uh, 
you know, toy reviews, toy news, and uh, also I want to uh, shout out Soda and Ethan yes. for their new In the Marbles podcast talking about NASCAR. Absolutely. Uh, and that that's it. Actually, that's it for me for shout-outs. After you run through the last two, I want to make a quick special announcement at the end before we we uh, ride off into the sunset. Right on. Last last thing is uh, check out my other podcast, uh, Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, every Sunday. You know it's fake right every Monday. And then, of course, you can buy our official T-shirts over at whatamaneuver.net. Search by store for TV Toycast. We have two designs up. Um, you can also get shirts for Breaker of Bane's Power Hour, for Bane, for Fully Posable, Doing the Favor, PPW, uh, let's see, In the Marbles has a shirt as well now, Boot to the Face, Tales from the Estate. I think that's it. So lots of good shirts you can buy and supporting a lot of our podcasting friends. Yes. And my on-the-spot special announcement that I have not told Breaker about where he's going, what's he going to talk about? I'm just waiting uh, for you to piss somebody off. That's that seems to be the trend. No, no, no hot takes this week. <laughs> I am, I, I got no hot takes. We've somewhere, somewhere northeast, I can hear Nate putting down his pitchfork. Just this week, yeah. like I'm hoping he's a Nintendo fanboy and brings those pitchforks up for you. And I mean, we're really not talking about ketchup on hot dogs, so. Uh, let's just, there it was. I, oh, I, Lord, you, you can't even help me. See, you just, you just coaxed me into that, man. We got all the way to the end. Um, but I wanted to bring up, uh, PowerCon. Yes. Um, we at the TV toy cast will both be at PowerCon in August. Yes. Um, as well as some of our other podcasting friends, uh, PowerCon will be held in Columbus, Ohio. Um, and, you know, we've talked to, uh, Eric from doing the favor, uh, is, uh, going to be out there, Drew, and maybe Caitlin and the boys are coming down. Uh, Steve Hoker is working on coming. I know Breaker's coming in. So we're kind of having a, an unofficial get together, yes. um, around PowerCon. So... If you're in the area and you're going to be at PowerCon, uh, reach out to us. Or if you don't want to reach out to us and you see us on the convention floor, come up and say hi and introduce yourself. But with with a lot of people getting together, I, I just wanted to, to put that out there if anybody else wants to come and, you know, say hey or, or anything like that because there's going to be a good amount of, um, people going to the convention, getting, you know, dinner, some fellowship after, and, you know, it, it's going to be a good time by all. Well, and yeah, and I, I want to kind of let everyone know, like, please, if, if we didn't mention you by name and you plan to come or want to come, like, you're everyone's invited as far as I'm concerned. So if you're in the area, like, hit us up, let us know. Um, and if you're not into PowerCon, I... I do know, or at least I've heard this, and I could be wrong on some of the details, but I've heard that they're not 
focusing it solely on Masters of the Universe anymore. Yeah, I did see that as well. They're kind of doing an all-encompassing yeah. thing this year. So. And so that might be good for some, bad for others. I don't know. I think it's kind of cool to have multiple things at a con. Uh, I do get the idea of it just being just He-Man is perfect for the He-Man fans, but... Overall, I think it's kind of cool. I know it's in a different location this year, so that might be why they're trying to open it up to different ideas. But I'm uh, I'm super excited about coming in town. I've never been to Ohio before, so I'd like to meet everybody. And even if that's just grabbing dinner somewhere or whatever, it just it's always a good time to you know kind of get to meet people outside of the world of Twitter and such. So. So yeah, I uh, I plan to wear a TB Toycast shirt at PowerCon. So if you see me, please come say hello. And um, I'm sure Travis. I plan on. No, I'm wearing nothing. So if you see me, see that's why people don't like you. It's things like that. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Nate's like already booking his flight info now. He's like backspace, backspace, backspace. Travis is wearing his birthday suit. Nope, (laughs) not happening. No, I'm kidding. I will also be wearing. A, uh, I should be wearing a TB Toy Cast shirt. I, I I've got them. If laundry is good, which it should be, yeah. uh, I'll be wearing one as well. Um, you know, and I, like you said, if, if I forgot, yeah, I I didn't mean to. I'm I'm just running off the top of my head. But uh, if you see us, stop up, say hi. You know, we can walk around the floor together. You know, look at figures. You know, have a quick chat. But you know, just. Uh, this is just a chance for a lot of people to meet and congregate in a very central part of, of the U S and, and have a good time. Yeah. And I think that's what it's about. I think uh, sometimes with conventions or, or whatever, even WrestleMania, it's not so much about the event as it is the uh, idea of everyone being in one centralized location. So, yes. um, I know Hoker kind of finalized plans to be able to come or is working on it. And that was news oh, to no, me. I'm not going to come yet. Like, gosh, I don't want to, I don't want to meet him. So I mean, again, you yay. just, you have to just anger everybody. No, but, um, <laughs> serious note. I was like, oh, that's awesome. I had no idea he was, I knew he was, he, we had talked to him about it, but he hadn't officially made plans. And so. You know, it's it's August still, so there's still a few months away. So hopefully, more people are able to make the trip. If you are, even if just for a day, you know, I think it's I think it'll be a lot of fun. And even if you're not into PowerCon, I mean, I'm, we'll be around, so we can go eat dinner afterwards and things like that. So yeah, it, it'll be a lot of fun, and I'm looking forward to it, man. Absolutely. Thank you guys for checking out the TV Toy Cast, and we will see you in the toy aisle. Take it easy.